Kansas anymore. Are you ready? Now I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and move the entire site from Dodge that. <laughs> Hello listeners, I'm Billy, PR and Communications Officer here at the BBFC and I'm joined this week by Johnny who is one of our Compliance Officers. Welcome to the podcast Johnny, it's your first one and of course, Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween Billy, it's good to be with you. Fantastic. Now I just want to let you all know that we will be talking about a reasonably recent film today, so this is an official spoiler warning and Please be prepared that we will be speaking about films that are still in the cinema. So this Halloween, more than usual, it's a great opportunity to discuss the classification of the film which shares its name. Halloween, directed by John Carpenter in 1978, but released in the UK in 1979, turns 40 this year. And on this special birthday is the release of the newest iteration of the series, Halloween, directed by David Gordon Green, so not confusing at all. Both films have recently been classified by the BBFC and, lucky for us, Johnny is one of the compliance officers who was part of both of these decisions. So we hope you enjoy this insight into the classification of this horror classic and its newest counterpart. So first of all, before we get into the specific nuances of these two classifications, why don't you give us a brief synopsis of the films? Well, they've got a a lot in common, as you'd expect. Um, They're both horror thrillers. They both take place during Halloween. And they both follow a woman, the same woman, being stalked by a masked killer. The 1978 film opens with a grisly flashback. And this is a scene that's been pivotal in every classification decision. A child, dressed as a clown, murders his sister with a kitchen knife. The child is Michael Myers. He grows up in a psychiatric institution. And the action picks up years later when he escapes at Halloween and goes on another uh, seasonal killing spree. He targets young people in the street where he killed his sister. So fast forward 40 years to this Halloween, and we have the 11th film in this series. It's maybe interesting to note that the Halloween films aren't a franchise, although some films pick up the same thread. They're more of uh, a family of films which share the same core character in Michael Myers. Um, and sometimes not even that, but I'll come back to the film I'm thinking of later on. So the uh, 2018 Halloween were reintroduced to the woman who outwitted Myers in the first film, Laurie. She's still traumatized by that experience, but when Myers escapes from the institution again, she prepares to face him one last time. As John Carpenter's Halloween came out 40 years ago, it obviously received a different classification to the one that it received in the present day. Can you run us through the history of that film's classification? Sure. Well, no cuts were made to the original Halloween, Mm. but it was given an X, which meant that it could only be seen by adults in the cinema. And at the time, the BBFC issued notes to local councils about the film. And I'd like to read you a bit of those notes. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Here they are. The sustained suspense... The brutality of the murderous attacks and the macabre imagination at work in this taut thriller make X the natural category. So it's quite a robust warning to the councils. But the examiners who viewed it said in their reports that although the killings are fairly bloody at times, there's very little lingering on violence or injury, and so no cuts were required. 
1980, the film was released without a certificate on home video, uh, VHS and Betamax. At, the, at that time, there was no requirement that videos should be classified by the BBFC. That changed with the Video Recordings Act, of course. So once the VRA comes into effect, there's a huge amount of videos out there. And so they bring in a staggered system for dealing with the stuff that's already on the shelves. And that means that Halloween comes in again, this time for video release in 1986. And in those few years, uh, a lot has changed. So there's a new suite of classifications with 18 replacing the X. Now, this time, the examiners watching the video reported that it was, uh, I'm quoting, long on threat and short on actual violence. But they still felt the, the sexualized nature of the first murder, again, that's young Myers killing his sister, meant that the film was more appropriately classified at 18 rather than 15. And then there was a, num a number of subsequent video releases, including a widescreen release in 1996, but they all repeated the by now long-established 18, chiefly because of the sexualized edge to that first murder, but also because of the strong sense of threat throughout. Then last month, Halloween was resubmitted again, and I was one of the team that viewed it. Applying the current BBFC guidelines, we recommended a change of category from 18 down to 15. So Halloween itself, the uh, John Carpenter version has gone through a number of different iterations over time. So what would you say was the reason that Halloween has had a classification reduced from 18 to 15? Well, when we applied the guidelines to the film, they indicated pretty clearly that 15 was the category that audiences would think most reasonable. Mm. I mean, that's not to say it will always be a 15 now. Uh, BBFC policy on reclassifying films has evolved over time. In the 80s and 90s, and even into the early 2000s, we worked from a presumption that we wouldn't tinker with existing classifications unless there were compelling reasons for doing so. Um, but nowadays, we recognize that the passage of time, advances in special effects and film techniques, uh, changes in audience expectations, they can all make classifications decided 30 or 40 years ago seem out of step with the decisions we make on new films. Mm. So watching the Carpenter film again, we concluded that the old 18 classification doesn't hold up against what we've passed in more recent 15 films. It just wouldn't be fair on Halloween to restrict its audience because it's an old film with a long-standing 18. Mm. Now, it might help to show our workings here and break down the mitigating factors for the 15 classification. And uh, we can do that by looking at the BBC, BBFC Insight. We agreed with our colleagues from 1986 that threat was the strongest of the issues at play. Mm -hmm. And we say in the Insight, uh, there is strong threat as the killer stalks his victims. The threat is sometimes sustained and accompanied by sudden jump scares. So although the threat is sustained and strong, that's for sure, if it were sustained and strong and either sexualized or sadistic, or both, then current guidelines would indicate an 18. But part of what gives the film its intrigue is that Myers is a bit of a blank page. It's hard to say what his motives are, and consequently we didn't feel the threat was com complicated in that way. Mm. To look at violence then, and again this is from our insight, strong violence includes stabbings, stranglings and shootings as well as the implied killing of a dog. There is also defensive violence such as a woman stabbing her attacker with a knitting needle and a wire hanger in attempts to fend him off. The violence is relatively undetailed and with only occasional bloody injury. Now that undetailed nature of the violence 
is the reason for its allowance of 50. If it had been lingered on in a sustained or sadistic way, then it would have been unlikely to have received the new classification. And then the last category defining issue was nudity. There are sexualized shots of women's breasts. The guidelines of 15 tell us that there may be nudity in a sexual context, but usually without strong detail. Um, and the nudity in the opening murder is the most problematic, but not least because the killer is a child, we felt the attack itself is not sexual or sexually motivated in nature. It's really useful to uh, have a breakdown of the classification for this film because obviously this is quite an iconic um, horror film from that genre. Um, so it's nice to see um, an explanation as to why this classification has changed from quite a significant 18 to a 15. So coming back to the most recent iteration of Halloween and Laurie Strode's showdown with her past attacker, this film received an 18. What would you say were the aggravating factors that led to it receiving this category? Well, if you compare the Carpenter and the Green Halloweens, and lots of our listeners will be planning to do exactly that in the 31st. <laughs> I'm think. sure they will. You'll see that the green film is a big step up. Um, the BBFC's short insight for the new Halloween is strong bloody violence, gore. And in the long insight, without giving too much of the plot away, uh, this is what we said. Scenes include bloody stabbings, shootings, impalings, and a man being bludgeoned to death. In one sequence, a man's head is crushed, resulting in brief gory detail. Gory injury detail includes sight of a dead man whose jaw is hanging from his face. Whereas the Carpenter film didn't linger on violence and injury, this one is far more detailed. We know that 2018's Halloween receiving an 18 has caused some discussion with the public. So some people are happy that it has received a higher category and others are disappointed that they may be missing out on seeing this film. Um, what would you say has led to the film receiving that higher rating? Well, a loss of the film would be acceptable at 15, uh, but some of the stronger gore, which wasn't really an issue in the 1978 original, and the protracted and sadistic nature of a, a couple of the attacks means that it exceeds our guideline requirements, that violence should not dwell on the infliction of pain or injury, mm. and that strong sadistic violence is also unlikely to be acceptable. So while it might have been possible to cut the film for 15, the distributor clearly decided that it was those stronger elements that attract that might attract an audience to a Halloween film, and it would be a pity to tone it down. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for talking us through Halloween on its 40th anniversary and obviously the newest iteration by David Gordon Green. And finally, as it is Halloween itself, why don't you tell us what films you'll be watching tonight or over the weekend? Well... I'm Scottish, Billy, and as everybody knows, <laughs> we Scots invented Halloween. Oh, really? So I can tell you that if you want something that's authentically in the spirit of the season, I would recommend Robert Eggers' 2015 film, The Witch, rated 15. But if you're in the market for something with pumpkins in it, as I so often am, <laughs> maybe one of the Halloween films, then Halloween 3 is the standalone film I mentioned earlier that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. What it does have is a story that's absolutely bananas. Um, I love it dearly. It's a riot, uh, but it does have some genuinely chilling moments. It's good for Halloween. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much, Johnny. I hope you enjoyed your first ever podcast on Halloween itself, a very special occasion. So don't forget, you can tell us what you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast by emailing us on podcast at bbfc.co.uk or tweeting at bbfc. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back soon with more insight into the BBFC classification from past and present. Bye, Johnny. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Billy.